0: Welcome to the podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start conversation on unit 26 ODL problems and prospects. And we are continuing our topic ODL ICT and market Acritic. And subtopic is ODL technological changes and leadership. Starting from the prepaid post-based correspondence education of mid-19th century to the web-based open and virtual learning institutions of the 20th and the 21st centuries, distance education institutions have been responding to the kind of learning technologies which function to serve new markets, improves with growing demands achieves the quality expectations of the mainstream market and finally bringing revolutionary changes in the industry displacing the established providers and the products as the market is becoming very competitive and the leading universities and colleges increasingly investing in ict to develop web-based programs there have been emerged several new forms of higher educational organization. The process of formation of such alternative structure of higher education have not only ignored the existing the institutional, geographic, political and other constructual realities, these have also challenged the culture and the functioning of the conventional educational setups. Otto Peters have always visualized distance education as the most industrialized form of education which shares a host of characteristics of the modern industrial production process and that these distance education institutions are essentially bureaucratic in character to him the history of distance education has been a history of its growing importance which is related to the technologies used in each period He highlights that the distance education has entered its fourth phase with a pedagogical revolution caused by the increasing use of digitalized learning processes that has taken distance education to hitherto unknown territory. The virtual learning space Peters is of the belief that the demand of the Post-industrial service economy will force a change in distance education to develop structures that post-industrial society demands. Many scholars recognized that as the economy is shifting its orientation from industry to knowledge, universities are also acquiring the corporate style of structure and function. Technological forces in the distance learning system call for new capacities in the leaders and staff, multiple specialist collaboration and new reasons. It suggested that ODLs needs transformational and entrepreneurial leaders who can create and change culture than ordinary managers who live for a compromise. These new leaders are now required to create an optimal environment for innovation, reform, organization, motivation, and inspiration for others in the open learning system there are now opportunities for new organizational models and strategies the challenging working environment need for introduction of advanced technology and new academic programs, expansion of the process of globalization immediately invites rigorous transformation in the ODL's institution with enlightened and the transformative leaderships. What should be the role of teachers in this changing environment? To him the teachers not only the be aware of the changes but of the necessity to become active agent of these changes. At the same time, they have to assume responsibility because they must function as protectors of their students against those technological forces which undo the mechanization of education just in order to make profit. Teacher must be on the alert as they must protest and react when unnecessary agitation of technological enthusiasm dehumanizes the process of teaching and learning and thus becomes the detrimental to education. He also points out that the view of the critics of the digitalized learning are hardly heard in the peripheries of the distance education because of the fascination of the computer and european form of mind of the computer users to him the central idea of establishing virtual universities must be to innovate learning and teaching at the university in order to adapt them to the requirement of the post-industrial and the post-modern knowledge society Here he emphasizes on the flexibility of the teaching and learning which can be maximized by self-directed and autonomous learning whereby the universities are to the flexible to give students more choices to provide the more intensified and enhanced support to fit it to the changed educational requirements of the post-industrial knowledge society. Now let us move to the next point, Transformation of ODL. In the previous section of this unit, we have discussed the challenges and the possibilities encountered by the ODL system in course of its interaction with the ICT and the market forces. In this section, we shall be discussing the process of transformation of ODL system and its social and economic pedagogical ramifications. Alan, Talit, Points out that the ODL was framed as a progressive ideology marginal system to serve the educational interest predominantly of the marginalized population. It stood for individual learners' autonomy. However, the years it has emerged to be a market driven mainstream educational institution which is amenable for political maneuvering of the state. To him, the ODL is being reviewed to put an end to in representing the society in its own terms. The age of innocence for the ODL has ended. To him, the process of adoption of ODL as a mainstream method of delivery is acting to isolate and marginalize population whereas previously it provided for their inclusion. In the wake of globalization and introduction of the structural adjustment program, the control of the government over ODL has rather been stronger. Consequently, there has been a shift from the ideology of education for the marginalized population to mainstream government-driven initiative in ODL. Due to regular political intervention, the system of distance education is used increasingly to discharge functions in a narrower interest. In the name of the technological improvement, the universities have now emerged to be a market for technicians of education. In recent years, scholars have observed the Fordist and the post-Fordist tendency. In the open university. Adverts point out that the ODLs are predominantly Fordist in nature, characterized by the standardized products, mass production, plants, and with little scope of consumer choice. In the face of competitiveness faced by the open universities, there has been a move towards post fordist course production models by which small-scale, quickly-produced courses to meet the particular needs of segments of the market are encouraged. Now, let us conclude the unit. The ODL system has emerged to be an important viable mainstream and the alternative mode of learning for large sections of student population in the country. It has widely been recognized that the conventional education system, due to its structural rigidity, will not be able to accommodate all the aspirants of secondary and higher learning in the country. At present, more than 21 percent of the learners in the country are enrolled with the ODL system. It is expected that by the end of the 10th five year plan, the share of ODL system in the total education system will increase to forty percent. Such voluminous increase in the student population in the ODL system would ask for several kinds of interventions on the part of providers of ODL learning in the area of social commitment, increasing access, quality assurance and democratization of the learning process. The ODL itself has undergone a process of transformation from part-time correspondence casual to mainstream integrated web-based and virtual learning such transformations have produced diverse variety of challenges and opportunities for the odl system in this unit we have discussed all these issues in detail here we wind up this conversation and we have come to an of the unit as well as book sociology of education thank you so much for choosing this podcast (coughs)